Hello and welcome to an interview with today. I'm joined by Megan Todd, football player with Norwich City Women and also the Women's Football Development Manager for the CSF. She's going to tell us a little bit more about that. Megan, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. I'm really glad that we're able to have this conversation as well. So um, we can, I can find out, we can find out a little bit more about uh, about you and uh, Norwich and where Norwich is because I don't, I've no idea where Norwich is. Yeah, we are. We're out there. We're on the uh, far east side, I'd say, very uh, far away. Most most teams don't really like to come our way so far out. Well, do you know it's funny you say that because I was looking at your fixtures before I, I say that. Uh, you, obviously you've not been playing football for a while right yeah. news you started training again we start next week you start uh, next week yeah we stopped before Christmas um, and yeah next week is our first session back so it's been a while <laughs> going to be some razzmatazz you've got friendly games already already booked yeah we um, obviously the league um, isn't continuing um, so we've got some friendies but the uh, the county cup is still going ahead so something to play for um, and it's just nice to be back being able to play um, I've actually been injured for about 18 months now so Ooh. next week will be probably like my first kind of match situation back so I'm very excited oh, that's good I don't know what to say whether it's fingers crossed break a leg don't break a leg necessarily, but I don't know. But yeah, um, do your stretching. I'm sure you're doing all of those well, things as well. Yeah, unfortunately, I have to do a longer warm up than everyone else now. <laughs> I don't know if it's getting older or I don't, who knows now. Well, I can confirm that one there, Megan, for sure. Yeah. There's always the warm up in the morning is a little bit, a little bit longer, and I don't even play football anymore. So <laughs> yeah, know. I try, I try and avoid the cold weather now. So oh, I'm glad you. we're going back into some sunshine. I hear you. I hear you. Um, <laughs> We'll talk about the fixtures in a little while. Yeah. Um, obviously, you've been you've been with Norwich quite some time. I take it you're diehard um, Norwich. Yeah, I um, I'm from Norwich, grew up in Norwich, um, so yeah, always always been here. And at 17, I, I did I did leave for about four or five years. Um, went to the states uh, on a football scholarship over there, so I got to experience a different part of the world, which was an amazing experience and and returned back home um, and yeah, got got involved in um, some local grassroots football, uh, then moved over to Norwich um, and also um, uh, work there now at the uh, Community Sports Foundation at the club. Um, so I was with Cambridge for about a year and a half um, at uh, Cambridge United, so what, working in League Two. Um, and then I was always trying to get a job back at Norwich um, and finally saw the opportunity and yeah I've, I've been here for over two years now working at the club uh, and playing for just about that time as well. That's good. Um, do, do Norwich ever let their players go for long? Because I know um, when I spoke to, to Millie recently um, and, we, and we talked about the, the players that are in the WSL that have Norwich that you know from Norwich which I didn't know until the time you know Lauren Hemp and Amy Palmer. Do do, do many players go to Norwich from outside of Norwich to play, or is it primarily that, you know, homegrown? Um, we have a lot of homegrown players. Uh, we have, um, I oversee the under-8s to under-16s at the girls um, and the college girls, and we have a lot of, you know, talent that comes through there. 
uh, and plays with us. Um, in terms of players outside, um, usually we have a few moved down. Like I said, we are out there, but we do have a really, a really strong group of talented youngsters coming through. Um, and like I said, the, the club's growing itself and the opportunities are growing. So, yeah, it's really, it's really nice to see the girls, you know, who might have been an under-12 player now looking to, to play for the women's team and or the, the reserves team. So, yeah, that's really exciting. But, yeah, of course, there's some that have moved away and, and gone through other opportunities and, and we celebrate them as much. And they're still so connected with us as well. Um, they recently did some uh, workshops for our girls over the, uh, the lockdown. Uh, Amy Palmer and Flo spoke to all the girls in the programme and it's just so nice to see them kind of still linking with the club and, and talking about their experiences that helped them to get there. And, and Lauren Hemp uh, did a quiz with the girls, um, the one before Christmas, the other lockdown. Too many the other, well, <laughs> just blended. Yeah, and yeah, it's just so nice to see those girls are still still so proud to be from Norwich and, and, and play through that, that system. And you know, for me, that's really nice to hear. Hmm. It really is nice to hear that you've got, you know, two stellar players still young learning their trade that that have an understanding of what it is to remember where they came from and where it began for them and how important it is to to give back to their to their to their community from where they were so that's just really good definitely and and you know we're so lucky the young girls come and support us on a sunday um especially now Obviously, we've got a, a new facility, the Nest, which we're, we're so lucky to have. And it's a new home for Norwich women. Uh, I don't know if Millie mentioned it, but she did. yeah, the, the young girls train there now as well. And it's just it's so special to see everything connected. I know there's there's tons of other programs, obviously, we deliver at CSF. But in, in terms of the girls and women, it's all linked. And it's so it's so lovely to see them on a Sunday coming to, to support and yeah you know and those young girls look up to those uh, girls that have gone on to do things so yeah it's just about creating positive role models and inspiring the girls to do what they want to do on and off the field really yeah do you know in terms of your the new ground that you have and you said mm. that the girls go and watch you what what's the capacity when fans are able to return what's the fan capacity um, there there's definitely a hundred seats i think just over but obviously there's there's you can kind of stand around so I like to say 250 because yeah. I know that's how many car, car park spaces we have so yeah it's 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 an incredible facility it's uh, I was um, up there the other day um, doing some volunteering sorting some stuff out for our return but yeah it's just we're so lucky to have it in this area um, I, I think it's definitely one of the, the the nicest facilities I think out of the league now but yeah I mean the it's not just the girls, you know, they, we've got the disability we deliver, the boys, um, adult walk. There's just so much going to be going on there. And it's, it's going to be a proper community hub and to get local fans down to support the women's on a Sunday. Yeah, it's, it's really exciting. That's good. You know, I want to take you back a little bit, if okay. that's okay, to yeah. your childhood. It's not that long ago, I, I like to always say. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not casting aspersions. I'm just, yeah. you know... Yeah. No. What was it for you growing up in terms of football? What 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 was your driving force for you to, to get into the sport? I think it sounds very cliche and cheesy, but I just love football. 
love playing it. That's yeah, not easy it, at all. <laughs> there was nothing really that you know. I I just love playing. I, I play with my dad at the park or in the garden. I think I always just watched every game that I could, and yeah, I think growing up there wasn't as many girls teams. Um, the school team I had to I played with the boys. There wasn't a girls team. Um, I played with boys in the playground. I think that does help my development looking back because you've got to compete and you are quite in a, a, a strong environment. But, you know, they they just saw me as one of them and we're just playing football. Um, and, yeah, I joined a, a local grassroots team. Uh, I used to train up the Fort Breck and, yeah, I just, I just loved it. I looked forward to a Saturday, loved training, and I never really thought about going off to the States to play that just kind of came up and yeah, I took the opportunity and, and yeah, I just same again. I just still love it. I think I've had two big knee injuries and I still want to go back and play and that. And people probably call me a little bit crazy, but yeah, that's, that's it. When you love the game of football, you, you want to be involved as much as possible. You know, I, I totally, totally understand, yeah. you know, I understand wholeheartedly I've had knee <laughs> operation and uh, yeah I'm at that stage where obviously I'm a bit older than you not too much obviously um, <laughs> no. but I'm watching the tv and my feet move when there's an opportunity to score almost as if I'm on the pitch and I know that that feeling it, it never goes away so I, I totally yeah. understand so you know obviously you, you've played for quite some time you enjoy playing you know, what kind of player are you and what's your position? Um, I'm definitely a wide player. I think the only thing I've really uh, got in my locker is speed. Quite powerful. I like to attack. So, yeah, that's that's me. I only got a one uh, one foot, though. Only right foot. Never really rarely use my left. So, yeah, it's not, it's got not to get a bit late. better at that still. It's not too late. No, I over this lockdown period, we've been delivering um, a lots of online sessions to our participants um, twice a week, over like 100 kids, boys and girls. And um, it's definitely tested my uh, my football skills. Uh, I've had to use the left foot. I've got no excuse if I'm telling them to. So I think that's actually improved my foot, to be fair. Well, they say the only way you <laughs> learn is by teaching. So obviously... Yeah. <laughs> You have to. <laughs> I had to use it. I don't want to, but I've had to use it. So, yeah. Role modelling from the front line. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, because I, 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 you know, when I spoke to Millie, there's a sense, obviously, she, she as a young player, she's, she's the captain uh, for the team. And I was kind of taken aback by, you know, that the fact she was the captain and her age. But <laughs> there's a sense that I get from listening what I listen to her and you is that Norwich isn't just about the football it's 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 much more than just the football there's a I don't know there's almost like a magnetic pull that that everyone wants to be around the club everyone wants to play for the club she made it very clear she didn't want to leave Norwich she wanted to do everything she possibly could to to help Norwich get promoted and I get with you from when you say you were in America and you know you studied and you played football and you were obviously working elsewhere you were desperate to be back at Norwich yeah I think it's just uh it's such a 
they really look after you. I think that's that's the biggest thing. Um, and this, this is home, isn't it? At the end of the day, and it'll always have kind of a place in your heart. But yeah, it is more, much more than football. Um, you know, we, you know, especially in my role at the club, it's not, it's not all about football. It's helping the girls on and off the pitch, and especially in these times now, you know, it's going to affect everyone in different ways. So it's how can we help you know these girls get to university how can we help them with a career in sport it, it, it's that football's that tool and yes we're going to have those talented players um and we'll we'll help them but yeah it's it's a lot bigger than that and it's that it's just that sense of you know feeling really belonged at the club it's it's such a special club and the main club and support the women's team um so much and the fans and it's yeah it's growing it, it just keeps growing and it's it's like I said, like probably when you spoke to Millie, it's it's just exciting to be there, and we, we love being at the club. And you know what? I'm listening to you, and I just get this sense of football is is all important, and everyone wants to make Norwich successful, and you're and you're perfectly happy with individual success, which may result in players moving on, but the primary focus is about one, the well-being of the players at the club and how the club functions for the well-being of the player. It's almost as if it's, it's, it's like a, an, an organism in itself that says, this is our role. Not, we're, not, we're not bothered about promotion necessarily, even though you may be. You're more concerned with the individual and the needs of the individual and how the individual can make the organisation better, and much more wholesome. Is that am I getting that right? Yeah, I think you know, especially at Norwich Women and in the role I do at CSF, the person always comes first, and that's how I've always coached players. That's how Norwich Women have have always been, and and it's you know the person comes first. You know they're not not robots who play play every day, and that's it. We go home. You know, there's so many other things going off off the pitch, you know, jobs, you know, we've got girls that work in the police, girls who are nurses, and that's a lot for them. And you have to put their their kind of needs first and the rest will follow. Because at the end of the day, that they want to be there and play and, and enjoy it. Um, and I always think people play their best football when they're happy um, and they're just, they're just happy to be there. And, and that's what, you know, we create that environment at Norwich Women and especially in the girls program at the at the foundation i want the girls to come and, and love being there and and the rest will then follow i always say so the foundation is it sounds like it's a pivotal obviously you work there but it's a very pivotal pivotal role within within the makeup of the club and how how things move you you mentioned about the sports Community Sports Foundation. I, I want to know about the organisation. Are there set pillars in terms of their core beliefs that are always in place and, and you stick to no matter what? Yes. Yeah, so we have core values um, and that's throughout the, the main football club, the men's team, through to the foundation and through to the women's team. Um, respect, you know, belong. Those those um, core values is something that we we abide by and we all stick. And when everyone's kind of on the same page and and all 
working towards the same thing that's when you know really special things can happen yes obviously there's different parts still you know we we learn from the men's team in terms of how their structure has been you know that they've done so well on the pitch um with not as much money as other clubs but you look at their team and they're so together the respect and and that's not saying we're exactly like the men's team but we still abide by those core values we we still have a, a similar system the way we play we still have that kind of structure we're trying to build and that's through the foundation as well and I think you know when when clubs all come together and different departments different foundations and teams it all you all going towards the same thing the only way is kind of up with that um and 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 I think you can see that everyone around the club is happy. Yes, of course, it's always nice when you're winning, but it's, it was like that it's still when they're in the Premier League. Um, we still had those values. We still believed in what we were all doing and what we we're working towards. And, and, that, and that's, what, um, that's what keeps you going. That's why I love being here. Yeah. You, you talk about when the men's team, Norwich, were in the Premier League. And I know that, you know, Norwich City women are in... Um, uh, Division One, National. Okay, I, I, I forget the league. I have to actually, I actually have the league. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's National League a, Division no, One, no. Southeast. Yes. Yeah. Southeast Division One. Yeah. I mean, what what are your? I mean, obviously, you you have a very key role in the in the foundation. What's your aspirations as a player in terms of the the football team? What, where where would you like to see the team go? I think that's a good question. I think. Biggest one for us as a player and us as a team is competing in, in the in the top half of the league. I think that's where we need to realistically be and that's where we should be. And I think that's where the club should have had should be aiming for and and that takes a lot of stuff, you know, the committee's working really hard off the pitch, um, giving us all these tools to help us get their management too. And yeah, as a player, how it's just learning every day and and improving yourself as a, as a player and being part of something special and, and everyone working towards the same. And yeah, I think the biggest one is looking to compete at the top. I think that's key and it's, it's achievable. I like to say, um, when you say yeah. the top, when you say the top, what, what do you mean? Just the top of the league or the top of the football in pyramid? Uh, in the league we're in, I'll say, I'll, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's where I, I see us for now yeah. um, but who, who knows what can happen you know the, the girls and women's game is really growing uh, I, I don't know if you saw but Sky obviously Sky Sports are now going to show the women's super, super league games and that just shows how far things are going and things are changing and I think not saying you know they're ever going to be paid the same amount because that's first of all ridiculous amount of money sometimes but yeah I think the 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 opportunities and the what's being shown is is becoming the same and i think that's 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 really important so yeah i kind of mm. went off your question there no but... no no actually what you <laughs> what you've gone on to is really good because you you know i i had a, a number of conversations already this week about how i see it from a, a fan's point of view and i understand the razzmatazz and the um you know, people are doing like hop, skip and jump with celebration, but there's a little bit of me that's like the glass is half full. And I'm, I'm glad I'm speaking to you. You're not playing in the WSL. You're not playing in the championship. 
you're at you're in a, in a league which is at a lower level and you, you probably don't get the same kind of coverage so it, it was interesting for me to hear you say it's a really good thing I, I, I want to know a little bit more from you if that's possible on that do you see that this deal does it does it really have an impact on on your team and and the other teams in your league in terms of profile yeah I, I think it does I think you know people will start watching the games because it's on sky it's easily accessible um, and I think you know once more stop watching it and start knowing about it that's when you start hearing about your local area and and it's going to also it is going to obviously bring money into the game and that will be an overall thing um, it will just boost the profiles of clubs in the in the area and and you know fans coming down to see the women play and, and it's it's that kind of that kind of special thing about the Sky Sports thing and I think it will really help all clubs in, in the local area and you know young girls will now be able to watch more girls football and women's football on TV where when I was younger <laughs> you probably wouldn't be able to find a, a, a women's game on TV um, I always watched the men's game because that's what was on TV but yeah. you know you're going to have you know, girls in school growing up and, and watching, you know, women players and role models. And I, th I think it will really boost the profile and, and really change a lot of young girls' outlook on, on getting involved in football. Yeah, it's, it's you know, as a, as, a, as a man, you know, I spent the bulk of my life ignorant in terms of football and women's football. I'll be honest, you know, I'm guilty as charged. And, um, you know, I, I it, it's when you hear people talk about it and yourself talk about it and you just think, oh, you don't see, you didn't see things on television. I'm not thinking that's so true. That's so true. And it's a credit for those football players like yourself or any level that actually get to play football despite not having role models to see. Yeah, uh, I I think uh, my, my role model was... Uh, Thierry Henry, he was my favourite player. Hold on um, a minute. <laughs> that, that's the people I would watch on TV. Um, hold on, let's stop recording. Yeah. No, I'm joking. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was who my uh, role models were growing up because that's the people, I, that's the players I'd watch on TV. Yeah. Um, and, but now you, you, you speak to, I don't know, one of, the, one of the under 10s on a Monday night and they're like, oh, we watched uh, Lucy Bronze. Oh, we went to go watch Lauren play at Wembley, and you're like, that. That's just so good to see. And we have um, a couple of girls now who um, who now obviously play for our women's team, but was a young girl for our system. And she went. She was like, you know, it's it's so crazy. I used to watch those girls play on a Sunday, and now I'm train training with them. And even like not that high profile. Obviously, not saying these girls are that high profile, but it still means a lot to them any role model, any female role model in any way. Um, and yeah, it is special. I think, I think you'll see just more young girls getting involved in football. I really do. And I think provide more opportunities for them. Oh, okay. You know, I, I mean, we could talk a lot more about that, but I, I want to ask you a little bit in terms of, of the organisation. I did Google something on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> The sports, the sports foundation, um, yeah. 
And you, you've recently done a mini task, which seems not a mini task. <laughs> so it, running, cycling, walking. I was tired just reading what you did. So can you explain that and why you did that? Yeah, so um, we work in the, I work in the football department at the Community Sports Foundation. So I work with a really good team. Uh, they look after their boy side, goalkeeping. Um, so we all decided to do a challenge. It was a squad goal challenge to raise money uh, for the foundation because the Community Sports Foundation is a charity. It's, okay. the, it's the charity arm of the football club. Um, so we raise money, you know, to help players, you know, provide them more opportunities in the local area. So I, I don't know why we decided, but we decided to do 22K in one day. Uh, kilometers I'll be honest the 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 boys did well they actually ran the whole thing so I have to say they fair play to them because um they'll only moan at me if I didn't mention that but yeah no we um yeah so we raised money and out biking running a bit and walking for a good cause and and loads of people in the foundation and and young girls and and the boys also in the program have been doing challenge we had a couple of our under 10s uh, I think she ran 2k every day uh, for two weeks um, so she did very well and and some would some did 14 minutes of activity uh, for 14 days using Todd Campwell's number so it's not only that it's just engaging everyone to be a part of something and this lockdown has been really hard for a lot of people but just giving them you know something to work towards and, and raising money for a really good cause it was special but yeah it was, it was it wasn't too bad but uh, I, I don't know I, I don't think I've got half a marathon in me at the moment <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not 24 kilometers I was just looking thinking what okay <laughs> yeah. no, it's, it's all right we um we did one last like I said the first lockdown um <laughs> so yeah we, we we do them every year um and we we try and get all of our our players involved women's and girls and boys and and yeah it's just it's just nice to be a part of it. and that's when you know we're we're kind of like a, a csf family in, in a way yeah well yeah well you know you sound like you you are very important to the csf it sounds like it's very important to you you have your dream of working in norwich for norwich i mean now that you've achieved your dream and a lot of people don't do that in their life yeah i i, I always think you know i'm i love working in football every day it's a job i really enjoy and i'm so lucky to say that i do a job that i love every day and i think what makes it more special is it's it's my it's my home it's my city and it's helping girls in my my city my not my city but you know my local area my home to, to go on and do things and have opportunities it, and I think that's that's what makes it special but yeah every day is different I work with maybe some under eights might work with my, my college students so yeah different ages some days are hard some days are, are good but yeah I, I always just appreciate that you know I, I always wanted to work in football and, and I get to do that all right a, a number of questions in relation to you <laughs> go on how long do you want to continue playing for as long as I can and I, I said after my uh, my first knee injury if I ever did this again I'm not playing anymore but now I'm 
just coming out of my second one going yeah I'm gonna play <laughs> if I do it again I'm not but yeah for as long as I can um I love coaching that's why um I, I'm uh, get earning my coaching badges because I love that side too so yeah play as long as you can and as high as you can is always my advice to, to girls and whether happy um so yeah, we'll see. I hope I can play for a good few more years at least. Well, I, I, I hope so. I hope so as well. Yeah. With the coaching, what's the overall destination for you with that? Because it's not just coaching, is it? Is there management in in your mind or? In my coaching kind of journey, mm -hmm. do you mean? Yeah, um, I love to earn my A license one day, um, and just coaching's a weird one because as much as you do it and you carry on to do it, you'll never, you never complete it because everything changes, and that's what I think so special about coaching is like football changes all the time, formations and systems and everything like that. So when when people think they're cracked, like no one's ever cracked it, you can't because it, it changes the following year. Um, for me, it's just to keep developing and being able to to improve players and, and giving them opportunities, challenging myself as well and, and love to get my A licence one day. And I love to have maybe when I'm really old and I can't kick a ball anymore, um, take, take a women's team, take a women's team um, and, and coach there. I, I, I did a bit of a... I am technically a player coach because I obviously got injured. So I have been learning a lot during that, that time of my recovery about coaching senior players. And, and that was such a big step. So yeah, it's, it's probably once I do have to retire um, from football is, it's definitely coaching a women's team, fingers crossed, but not for a little while yet. Like okay. I said, I've got a few more years in my legs. I'd like to say. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not rushing you. I just want yeah. to. <laughs> That's what to know. Obviously, obviously, you're talking about coaching, managing in Norwich. Yeah, at the moment. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know where, what will happen yet, but I, I love being here. So it's hard right now to see any other. I've got goals here and things I want to achieve at the club here, um, definitely. And yeah, we'll, we'll you know see what happens. But right now... I love being here and you know the the club really helped me as a coach and they really do develop and push me um, more than I've ever been pushed really. But I look back and, and now I'm like, yeah, I'm growing in confidence as a coach. Definitely not saying I'm the best, but I, I'm, I'm definitely improved to where I was a few years ago because I never thought I'd be, you know, with a, you know, a B license, which Norwich helped me get. Um, so yeah, I just take it in my stride. And I really want to learn and learn off other coaches at the club because, you know, that a lot of them work at high level men's teams on a Saturday. Um, you've got ex-players at Norwich City who work in the college programme, Adam Jury and Simon Lappin. So, yeah, just learn from them and their experiences and we'll see where it goes, really. Well, that's, that's really good. You know, I, I can see you as a manager. <laughs> yeah, I get, I do get very into it. I'm sure. I don't want to sound too bossy sometimes with them. 
No, no, no. I, I just see if you're on this path already, if you're on this, you know, trajectory in terms of where you're going and your passion for the game, hmm. what you want to do for the for the young players coming through the, the system and the pathway, you are already demonstrating a level of management around the yeah. club. Yeah, I'd love to definitely do that one day. I'm not ready yet, but I, I, that is a goal for sure. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Um, you know, I kind of, I, I was looking at your Twitter feed, bounced over to the Community Sports Foundation and I thought, oh, what's going on here? And I saw something that caught my eye and I want to ask you about it and I've never seen this before. And it was okay. a, a tweet for, on their, their feed, I'm sure it is, and it was welcoming trans people into football. Did, yeah. did you see that tweet? You did? I did see it, yeah. yeah. They, they tweet a lot, to be fair, lots of things, so yeah. Yeah, and I'd never seen anything like this before. Maybe it has, and I, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit closeted in, in, in what's happening on Twitter, but I've never seen this. And I mean, do you know anything about this in terms of the, or? Yeah, so at, obviously at the, the Community Sports Foundation, we're very, we're such an inclusive club. Um, we support all communities or areas and at the club I'm on the um, we have an, an equality diversity inclusion board at Norwich City Community Sports Foundation and different members of staff represent different communities and and different ways on how we can support all these communities off the pitch or using football as a tool um, educating people and, and providing more opportunities and that's I think that's where a lot of people don't you know, they, they say, oh, you, you know, you, you coach football, but at the club or at the foundation, sorry, there's so there's so much that goes on. I think people would be so surprised. You know, we, we run so many different things for all different communities and ages. We have we have walking football on a, a lunchtime. Uh, we have extra time for for for, for older um, and older participants and we provide yeah loads of stuff and I think like you said you just look through the Twitter feed and you're like oh wow I didn't know that oh and that's what shows how how much yeah how much more it is always more about football really I guess you know yes we're a football club but we we help our local community and, and do what we can yeah I, I mean I was taken aback a bit I was thinking wow I've never seen that that's so nice that's so welcoming wow you know just very yeah. like clear this is it this is these are like five points that you need to remember helpful tips do and I just thought oh yes all right yeah, yeah. okay taken on board and <laughs> it was almost like a message not just but I don't think it's just for that I think it's just a message for anyone who's reading it and says right must remember to do that definitely and you know a lot, lot of things are changing and you know people like I said oh, we're just trying to educate and and share you know, local communities and and celebrate them and be, you know, we're very, very inclusive and, and we do what we can to support. And yeah, like I said, I think you're like, when you score for the toilet, like I, like I said, I didn't know they did that or we did that. So yeah, um, I am very busy because I do so much more than <laughs> because we did a, um, I don't know if you came across that video, but we did the Women's International Day video celebrating how many females work at the sports foundation 
Um, I, I, I tried to count. I'm sure, not sure. I did see something, but I'm not, may, it may have been yeah. that. I'm not sure. So I, I kind of worked on that project in, in celebrating all the girls in different you know, workforce who work on our national citizenship program, works in finance, works on our admin team, works in schools. So, so many. And we're going to be doing a piece soon with uh, a couple of Norwich women player, Laura Facker and Amy Durrant, talking about their experience working in emergency services while trying to balance, you know, women's football and inspiring those young girls to, yeah, you, you can go work in emergency services and play football. There's not, you know. And yeah, I think we're just trying to celebrate, you know, on and off the field because it is, because there's so much going on. Yeah, that's that. I mean, obviously it's good. It, it, it is a foundation that's set up to help others. And like you say, you, you, are, you are passionate and desperate to work for Norwich and be part of this. So, you know, two peas in a pod, I say. <laughs> yeah, I think... I, I, I do, have, you know, I, I was at Cambridge United for over a year and, you know, they, they did, they were good to me, but it was such a, like a, a step and stepping stone to getting to that club because I learned in League Two football, you so limited the resources. I mean, <laughs> I think I did like a bit of everything and, and you know, I, I wanted to learn and learn different aspects of all clubs and that, that's really helped me into my role I do now. Because mm. uh, I, I always wanted to to be at home and be in the city and and give the opportunity to girls who were in the, the area I lived uh, grew up in. Are you an Arsenal supporter? Yes, I am an Arsenal supporter. Why? I, I grew up watching them on the TV. However, Norwich City was my first live game. Uh, we went in the Barclay stand. I don't know if it was called that back then. Watched Norwich v Walsall. It was a 1-1 draw, but yeah, Norwich were my first live game. It will always be the club support. I watch every single game, go to most home games when I can. But yeah, Arsenal also, yeah, it is my team. So yeah. you grow up watching, yeah. you know, the, uh, the Invincibles, you know. <sighs> Not that anymore, though, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you pay much attention to the, the Women's Super League? And, and if you do, which teams or player do you follow uh, in, as an interest? Weirdly, I, I actually look at all of them because a lot of clubs are actually still a bit smaller than the bigger clubs. Mm. Um, uh, you know, the, there was the UEFA Champions League the other day and I wanted to check how you know, Chelsea and Man City got on. But I like looking at all the results because I think it's just so interesting to see how each women's Super League club is developing. Um, some clubs have just started out like Manchester United women and they're now building up and you've got Man City women who are a very stable, strong club, but you've got Chelsea. So yeah, I, I just I just enjoy kind of looking at them all and, and seeing like how it's growing because it's getting more competitive, that league. It used to be Man City just flying that league. And Arsenal women had obviously been around for a long time. But now you've got the likes of Chelsea growing, you've got Everton and you've got Manchester United. And obviously, obviously we checked Bristol because of the, the Norwich girls. But yeah, it's, it's so intriguing to see how competitive that league's becoming now. And you, you, 
it's not a clear kind of clear winner. So yeah. And I think even more now when it is on Sky, I think you're only going to see it improve and become a very competitive league and in an environment, really. Yeah. I just wanted to see who you kind of favoured, but obviously you watch every team, which I as mean, a coach... I mean, women, of course, because I'm a, I support Arsenal. But yeah, if I had to pick a team, I'd pick Arsenal women. Yeah, well, you, you don't have to. <laughs> that is my club. It's your club. So... OK. All right.
what do you love about winning? Okay, what do I love about winning? And what do you hate about losing? They're good questions, they are. I think, when I was younger, I think, looking back at losing, I think it really, I was gutted to lose. It affected my, my day and my evening. But when you, you get older and you kind of mature, you learn from it. Um, so I learned a lot, especially in the States, I, I learned a lot um, in terms of, you know, we had a game on a Friday, game on a Sunday, so you have to get over it very quickly. Um, and winning, I think, I don't, who, who doesn't love winning? I mean, there's not, it's a great feeling just to see, you know, when you work so hard and to get that result, it's brilliant, but you, you have to, you have to move on quickly and like like us as well you know we we have to then go to work the next day so you have to not let that kind of affect you and and the important thing I think which I really enjoy is once a game is done is you don't get that as much anymore because of lockdown is that social kind of after yeah and just being with the team and having a chat having a laugh watching a bit of footy on the tv usually get a nice buffet um but that, that those is what makes it really, really special. And that's what I think people have struggled in with lockdown um, because there's no change rooms. You just go home. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but yeah, I miss that side a lot. Um, but yeah, I just, I think we just love being there on a Sunday. Always want to win, definitely. But we, we really like that, that social laughter where we can all just have a laugh. And hopefully that, that won't be too long till we can get to do that again I hope well that, that is a, a, a good answer and, <laughs> and it's and it's a great way to end well I'll say yeah. that um I'd like to thank you uh, Megan for sharing your time with me today and those who are listening thank you for having me thank you very much all right that's it for this week this was an interview with Megan Todd Norwich City player and manager for the Community Sports Foundation for girls and boys and men and adults even. Yeah, I think I've covered it. See you guys later, bye for now.